Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is your girl, TK. This is the Just Radio Show, Tulsa. How are y'all doing? It is a beautiful day, actually. Today has been feeling really good. Before I introduce the rest of the crew, let me get into a little um, an event that we got going on. Uh, April 4th, 2020, Saturday at Eaton Media Studio. The address is 1533 North Norfolk, Norfolk Ave, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74106. You can call 918-850-1737 to donate. It is a free school supply drive-through from 11 a.m. to 2:15, pre-K to college, first come, first serve. Make sure y'all come out and support us, and you know, get prepared or whatever, so y'all ain't gotta go to the stores and get all that. So let's introduce everybody else that's on the show, or you can introduce yourself actually. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you good. But, uh, you know, Shy Guy Live from the north side up in the building. Uh, masked well in the building. You know, <laughs> it's, it's rolling out here. You know, I had to come masked up. <laughs> Got to stay safe out here. <laughs> what's up? What's up? It's your boy, Prince Q. And it's your boy, Young Tiller. Yeah. How y'all doing today? Hello. Chilling. Uh, you know, it's been a beautiful day today. It's a brand new month. Finally, I know. So Let's see what April. See what happens in April. We may have like some UFOs coming down uh, or something. Hey. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> Never, Never know what the way things are going. Like you know. Right. Well, y'all. I hope y'all staying safe out here with this virus going on. Make sure y'all sanitize. Get y'all wipes. All that good stuff. Cover Keep the house clean. Cover your face. Whatever you gotta do to so stay proud. sane out here in this world. Especially, you know, with this virus going on or whatever. Um, yeah, man. So let me get into the weather a little bit. Uh, today, uh, it is cloudy, 72 degrees. Around 1 a.m., it'll be 63 degrees. and It'll rain a little bit, 40% chance. Friday, it's going to be storming. The highest is 55. The lowest is 37. Saturday, is going to be cloudy, 55 degrees. Sunday, it'll be partly sunny, 71 degrees. And Monday, it'll be 78. So, Friday and Saturday is going to be a little bit like sweater sweater weather. So, you know, have your sweaters and jackets just in case it do rain, you know. Mm. And also, Monday, or Sunday and Monday, it'll be pretty warm outside. Even though you can't really do nothing because of the quarantine or whatever. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good out here. (laughs) So tell me, since this whole quarantine been going on, what have y'all been doing? Uh, something interesting happened to me. Uh, I'm at TCC right now, uh, mm-hmm. working on my education. I'm trying to get into Howard University, so that's the goal of mine. Um, but they have this little activity now for students to get involved in art projects where you can submit any artwork, whether it be a painting, whether it be anything artistic that you're working on during this quarantine, like we can submit it for like a competition to win a prize and also like some recognition and notoriety at the school. So right now I'm working on some art projects um, and it's involving a cactus and also a sign that I held up at the MLK parade. 
So is it just anybody um, can submit that art or? Um, I think it has to be um, college. Definitely, I think yeah, it has to be college students. You have to be okay. enrolled and you have to be at one of the campuses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. But you know, it's something that keeps you busy, and you yeah. know, like I was saying at the last show, that this is a great time to really tap into your creative gifts, your talents, and really, you know, rebrand or you know, work on yourself. Yeah, I know. Last week we talked a lot about you know what this currency means to us is like analyzing and you know doing things that will help us grow but have we really been doing that is the question you know mm. like i know me personally i have not <laughs> i've definitely been like is it my is it it's been in my mind to do so it's just i haven't you know put that footstep out yeah i'm kind of crawling a little bit you know i gotta start walking but you know slowly but surely i'll yeah. I'll progress and get up there. You know? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? What are you creatively doing right now? What you got going on at home? Man, I just been uh honestly, I just been working on the music like always. And uh, in addition to that, I also been meditating a lot. Okay. Like okay. instead of like doing it every now and then, like ever since last week on Thursday, I've been doing it every day. And uh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, you know me. <laughs> Been working, you know, at my at my essential job, in there masked up, trying to stay safe from this from this Rona. And uh, besides that, I just been staying out the way, writing, trying to occupy my time. I don't, I don't have no sports to watch, so it's kind of it's kind of hard. But yeah, I'm staying. Yeah. Stay strong. Yeah. Stay strong. Stay strong. For me, I've uh, I've been you know trying to find new ways to you know brand myself. Uh, been working on music. I recently found some shoes under my bed that I cleaned up, and I'm about to <laughs> about to do something to you know do a little customized to them. You know what shoes is that? There was some dirty Air Force ones, but you know, uh, okay. I cleaned oh. them. I cleaned them up and turned Thanks. them white. You know, <laughs> them up and well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They used to be uh, shoes you wear when you cut grass. You know, Ooh, them things oh, get dirty. And so, you know, just been trying to boost my creativity. You know, doing that YouTube music. You know, it's really just about it, to be honest. And so. So yesterday I watched um, on the news the I believe it was the mayor of Oklahoma was saying that um, oh man I just had it in my mind that's crazy was saying that oh so that the virus is will affect six people 65 and older and if you already have an underlying disease like a little bit more than like younger people. Is what it was said anyway, and um, they were asking like if you know hairdressers and all that kind of stuff can go to the client's house and do the hair. Would that be because now I guess you can get like pulled over for or allegedly you can get pulled over for just driving, just chilling. You have to be like either going to the grocery store, going yeah. to work, all that kind of stuff. So just trying to figure out if hairdressers if they if there's a pass for them, you know, because they do make their money off of like clients. So if you don't get any clients, then you won't have any money. So it's a little bit different, you know, and they make like cash, not like checks and attempts. I saw this meme the other day and it was like an angry face of Joe Button that said, uh, 
hairdressers and barbers are essential workers. And I was like, I relate to that so much because because I'm a pretty boy. I at least try to keep my hair cut a certain, you know, a certain way or like I get my hair cut every week. So I spend probably like $25 uh, $45 a week getting my hair cut. Probably like once or twice a week. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm a pretty high maintenance type of boy. So I know for me, mm-hmm. barbershops are essential for me to keep up with my appearance. Um, sometimes I be, I slack a little bit, but yeah. you know, I think it's I think they're essential. What do y'all think? Very essential. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm I say I'm a pretty boy too. You know, I always got to get my hair cut, especially because I can't be out here looking like I'm foul right. at times. You know, man, my hair be standing up, man. The struggle, right? You know, <laughs> do y'all think off. that? Yeah, very, very essential. Nah, no, so I got the I mean, like, so. Yeah, yeah, you good. I mean, uh, honestly, honestly, bro, thinking about it, like, logically, nah, because, <laughs> like, uh, but, but ain't then, nobody gonna die if they don't get a haircut. But I mean, how, what know. about the people that cut the hair though? Like when they make their money, exactly. they have to live. They still make money. Hey, they still make money. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to help them. Not help 100% me. sure though. So if it's okay, I mean, there's a guy who works. You know, but I'm saying like, like as far as an essential business, like being essential to like the economy right now, not at all. Mm. Okay, so explain to me why you think that liquor stores are essential. Who's been inside a liquor store? Who's been inside a liquor store? Who's been inside a liquor store? All right, so if y'all been inside a liquor store, y'all know that liquor stores have more than liquor. They some sell meat, some sell groceries and stuff like that. Oh really? So it's like another alternative. Okay, wait, but I say that because it's just not that I'm trying to like throw shade or nothing. I'm just saying because it's been on my mind. Okay. It's been on my mind for like a week. Yeah, for a week. So I'm like, I, with me trying to figure out my own. Okay, why would that be in the central business? You know. Yeah. So, and I mean just simply like a plain Jane liquor store, like not like a grocery store that sells liquor. I mean, know? that's a case by case basis though. Like, if you're gonna like, if a majority of them sell the same stuff, then why would you not have all of them be essential? It's just that's how it is. I've never been to a liquor store that sold meat. So that's huh. right. <laughs> yeah, what do they do that? Hey, like man. Wine and beer. Not at um Walmart. wine and spirits. I've never seen them. Yeah, not a, not a wine. That's why I said like just a simple like yeah. just simply yeah. selling like liquor, hard liquor. And yeah, wine. yeah. Hard liquor, I'm just saying you know? like I'm not like I don't necessarily care that they're an essential business, but I see the reason why at least and you know I have, logic behind it. And you know but, what I think too is well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask like I want to know like your. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see where you coming from and why you believe that liquor stores are essential business. Because cause I was trying to understand, you know, yeah. why it would be or I mean, how. Hey, yeah. But I don't. But you know what's wild though? Well, like, sure. it is what it is. Literally everything is an essential business because of the fact that people are losing their jobs. Facts. So yeah. it's like people people that rely on being a barber to make money, like, that's yeah. an essential business for them because that's how they make their money. I so I feel like, that. you know, like, we, the customers keep it essential. You know what I mean? We keep we keep those barbershops essential because they need they need the work and we need the cut. Back, <laughs> you know. So I mean, I, I feel like that. a lot of things are gonna be essential just for the simple fact that people are just losing their job and people need to work and find creative ways to stay busy and work. Mm-hmm. And you know, cutting hair is a great commodity. You know, um, doing doing braids or any type of yeah. hair products you know how to do or hairstyles or whatever the case may be. Especially in the black community, you know, we yeah, like to keep true. our hair up to, 
applause, to a though. T. And people gonna have to like really pull <laughs> out their side hustle, the energy, yeah. hustling kind of, you know, yeah. personality out of them. I think it's this time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, I agree with you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. As far as my side of it, I just kind of like rather than looking from my own personal perspective, I look at like why did they do it as well. So like I don't like even if I don't necessarily feel passionate about it, I just kind of try to see like okay, I see what I did that. I see what I did that. Mm. Yeah. Dang, I got quiet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you I got the dread, so you know. Yeah, you good. You see, we not we not living like you. With those dreads. You, you see, we all got hats on. You see, we you see, we all got hats on. Like we we all got eggs, man. We we hiding our cut right now. Trying to do something, but you still gotta get retwisted. Like you still gotta get your hair washed. You still gotta do all that stuff. I don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I got that. Exactly. He ain't worried about it. He ain't worried about it. He ain't worried about it. Right. I mean, I, I got it. I got it. I can't walk right by myself. Hey, I'm just saying. Like, I got, like, I, I got right. people, so I'm not even tripping. Out. He got people. Yeah, I'm cool. People. Apparently, he's just like, yeah, hey, no. mama, you trying yeah. to do my hair real quick? You know what I'm saying? I wish. <laughs> I wish it was my mama. I'm just saying, like, we can't be like, hey, dad, you trying to cut our hair? Yeah, I'll make you bald, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all, yeah. man, y'all cool, man. Y'all not, y'all not gonna die, bro. Yeah, gonna you understand? But I feel y'all. I don't feel like a complete. Individual without my haircut. Dang. I feel, I feel you, bro. That's I like the first man. thing people gonna see. They gonna look at me and see, oh, his hair not even cut. I ain't even worried about him. Nah, I feel you, man. Yeah, doing nothing. Nah, they gonna I look at your you. shoes first. You can't lie. You don't know who it is, exactly though. That, exactly one of those. You look up the top right? Exactly, because I know, I know that I'm gonna see their eyes look up, and then I'm gonna just be like, man, oh, listen, man, listen, man. I feel where y'all come from. We on opposite sides of the fence, like when it comes. But I feel y'all. Like I empathize, bro. So it's like. Hey. Yeah. So let's get into um a little bit about music. Um, Shaw, do you have anything for us when it comes to the entertainment world? Well, uh, my boy the weekend, he dropped his album. Album of the year. So far. I don't know about that one. So but far. He dropped so far. his so album far. and he sold uh he sold four hundred and forty four thousand the first week. So he definitely making that money. Man. And then as my boy Will put on his notes, party next door dropped an album and he's projected to sell around 200k I tomorrow you said what i haven't heard his yet i haven't heard it either to be honest bro oh but <laughs> but uh let me see other than that aquarius j he dropped a beat album it's his third beat album and then you also oh, have really? my boy knowledge he also dropped a beat album a beat That's album beautiful huh. check out both of those projects but uh, I just have to hey, bro, you hop on that, tap you know. Tap in, in. Spit a little, little 32. <laughs> but uh, another thing that Will put in his notes, he wanted to uh, he wanted to ask y'all, what's y'all album of the year? If y'all got one. 2020 favorite album. 20. Favorite albums of this year. Even right? though it's April. Yeah. So Definitely. far, favorite album. Gotta say that. What's it, Chalambo? Chalambo. You know, I'm gonna have to co-sign that because. For me, I've been listening to a lot of Janae, and, um, you know, she puts a lot of peace, love, and positive vibes in her music, and she's been using singables in some of her tracks, and oh, yeah. um, I've been feeling like, you know, on those quarantine home vibes, it's just like, she makes peaceful music for that, like, yeah. like, so I would talk about him getting into meditation and different things like that, I feel like Janae is the perfect R&B artist that's urban for those, those type of vibes, you know? Yeah. 
So you know, my, I don't know my Janae vibes. But I would definitely say so far, I would, I would give it to Chalambo. It's been a pretty good, smooth track for 2020. Mm, yeah, I feel it. For me, for me, I would have to say it would be uh, Lil Uzi Vert. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I like the, I like the, the regular and the deluxe. You know, I, I mess with both of them so far. You know, that would be, that would be so far my album of the year until Young oh, Thug yeah. drop and then. That's <laughs> okay, I feel like that overrated Lil Uzi deluxe verse. I'm not gonna lie to you, they. Hey, hey, I overrated because it, it was a whole lot of snippets that was old and finally mm-hmm. dropped. I feel like that was the reason why they why they just said, "Oh my God, this this is it right here." But it yeah. it wasn't better than the, than the regular version. Yeah. Right. He, he did a lot of hype was fresh, kind of smart. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you ask me, that deluxe that's probably his worst. I ain't saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's probably that's probably. But the fact that you said it's the worst, though, that's the... I ain't saying he got a, he don't got a bad, uh... I mean, he got a cool discography. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and then, um, Frank Ocean did something, too, which is, I'm always kind of on the radar for him, but, like, he released some remixes to some songs, but he did, what he did was, that was special and unique is from his website, he released them as, um, actual, like, records. Um, so, like, by a certain date, if you pre-ordered these records, this like new music from him that he premiered at this club that he created, or he opened up in New York last year. Um, he released them, and I guess you got them in the mail if you, you know, you purchased it and you submitted for your order, and so um, a lot of Frank, Frank Ocean fans, they got new music in the form of records. So if you have a record player, you like could hear that. it, which is really, dope, it's though. a really unique way to yeah. release music, and I think that that was pretty dope so pretty dope. i i didn't get the I records but you know i'm gonna have to get some yeah. get the records and just to get a record player to check it out so it's something unique and different not a little bit so of old school i know a couple people that got a record player I almost got one but the one <laughs> the one album i really want on vinyl i can't even get so i just i just said forget it. that's what i'm looking for vinyl what's the album you're talking about uh the never story by j.i.d Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> some some of my favorite albums of 2020 so far. We got uh, "F the World" by Brent Brent Fire. Hey, that's, that's one of my favorites. Been After Hours, uh, Deluxe Chalamba. That's one of my favorites as well. Uzi's album as well, and then uh, I guess one of my fifth one. I guess I can say uh, a little baby's album. My turn. I like Little Baby's album. That was I pretty good. I, I listened to that this week and I, I really liked it. You know, it was really something different. That man was spitting. Pretty, pretty wide palette. I like to say it for myself. But yeah, that's probably, that's probably my, my five favorites. My album of the year, uh, I would have to go with. Jimmy Red came in the building, got food and whatnot. Have y'all heard Roddy Rich's new album? No. Uh, okay, I heard a little bit of it. Wait, yeah. oh, that's 2019. Oh, that's when that came out of 2019. Yeah. Okay. I just looked at it. It came, it came okay. out of December, so I mean. Okay. okay. Still 2019. But yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> it was heat, though. It was, it was definitely. It was. Heat. I mean, okay, it was the okay. most talked about album. You know, that song, was, The yeah. Box, was the most talked about song. Still number. I think it's still number one. It's going on. Thank God, we can get this week. The weekend, the weekend, got got some heat on. I'm not gonna act like. Definitely got some is, it, is it? I mean, I started listening to it a little bit, but then like I couldn't finish it because I was like, eh, I ain't really messing with this weekend, you know. I like the old, I like the old weekend to be honest. 
I probably need to finish it before I start judging yeah, them a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, you gotta finish it before you yeah. judge it. Because right. I, didn't, I didn't expect what, what it was coming in, but once I was really listening to it, I was like, yeah, he, he Like, the first me. the first couple songs, it was cool, but I, I wasn't really like, okay, yeah. I, I like this song. I probably just need to finish where I picked it. Yeah, know, then, pick then, then he dropped the deluxe, and then he went back and dropped another deluxe, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. He, he tried got to it. drop two deluxe. Yeah, because the first deluxe had remixes of four songs, and then the second deluxe had three bonus tracks. <laughs> so I'm going to have to listen to the last, last deluxe and get all yeah, of them off of there. Yeah, got all of them. Yeah, the last... Yeah. The full, full album got 22 songs in. Okay. So, before we go on break, y'all, I'm going to leave y'all with a little bit of information again. So, the Juice Radio Show and Not Forgotten Children presents free school supply drive through 11 a.m. to 2.15. April 4th, 2020 at Eaton Media Studio. Address is 1533 North Norfolk Avenue, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74106. And you can email the Juice Radio Show, capital T, capital J, one at gmail.com or call 918-850-1737 to donate. Grace pre-K to college. First come, first serve. Also, we're going to get, when we get back, we're going to get onto some topics um, about meditation slash spirituality. Are black people more spiritually connected? And fast food workers and how they're being treated during these times. The Secure 5G and Beyond Act of 2020 law was signed by Trump. Freezing rent and other bills, in our opinions. Also, we have on March 31st, Claudette Coven was honored for her con- contribution to the civil rights movement in 1955 by receiving a street sign in her name, located in the Bronx. And last but not least, people bring in prisons and our opinions resolving around that. This is the Juice Radio Show. I got Roddy Rich, The Box, coming up. We'll be right back. Don't wear no shoes in my house. 
know that I'm flying in. I never want to fly again. I take my chances in traffic. No hands with it. I just made the rolling plane like a landing strip. I'm a 2020 president candidate. I done put a hundred bands on Zimmerman. I've been moving real gangsta, so that's why she pick a crib. Shawty call me Chris Paul, cause I pop my Got it out the mud. There's nothing you can tell me. Yeah. When I had a job, I was street wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. I had to coop at the lot. Turn up 12 swat. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit the lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole deal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deal. We been trapping like the 80s. So, got the cash out. Told on wipe and wipe. No, say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul. And I can say that. And I really wanna know where you at, where? Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. It's the Two Dogs Radio Show. Sports Talk has two new voices. Jerome and Young, Talk NFL, NBA, NCAA, and local sports. Highlighting legendary coaches locally and around the globe. Two Dogs Radio Show starts. Now. What up, y'all? We are back. It is your girl, TK. Um, So it is 627, and the weather right now at this moment is 72 degrees. Um, A little bit of information for y'all before we get into it. So the all-new 89.9 Community Radio KBOMB. KBOB, sorry. Listen live to the Bobby Eaton Show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 12 to 2 p.m. Talking about topics that concern our community. We tell stories our way. Also, listen to the Groove Zone with Dale, Mr. Groove, Taylor every Saturday, 2:30 from 5:30 p.m. 70s, 80s, and 90s. 
We also got the Bellyville Morning Show, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., bringing the funny and informing you on the trending topics. Two Dogs Radio Show, Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m., talking NBA, NFL, boxing, and all the things. Lock in with the drone and yo. Also, last but not least, DMAC has the groove. Right. DMAC has the groove on Sundays from 2 to 5 p.m. Put the time for jazz on your calendar. And also, if you need a voice drop for your show, two voiceovers for $25, three plus voiceovers for $30 and up. You can contact Trey Eaton at 832-286-8069. This is the Juice Radio Show, and we are back. How y'all doing? Coolio. Yeah, good. How about good. you? Good. <laughs> I'm good. We got Illy Red. Hey, girl. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute. How you been? Okay. You know, visiting at home. You been in Chicago? Yeah. Mm. Okay. You know, I always got to go home. Yeah. How's, how's the fam and everybody, all that good stuff? They stuck in the house. <laughs> Don't got nothing okay. to do. What have you been doing, like, since you've been out of school and all of that? School work online. Oh, TikTok, you have to do it online. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok on the meantime. <laughs> and watching movies on Netflix and Hulu. So really okay. nothing. My okay. regular life. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been like these past few weeks we've just been talking a lot about like the quarantine and this whole virus situation and all that good stuff. So it's good to know, you know, you say ain't no symptoms. No, no, no. no. You're good. Okay. No. <laughs> um, again, one more time, y'all. I gotta hype this up. Just you know, this is probably gonna be the third time. But again, we have a free school supply drive through eleven AM to two fifteen. Come through y'all on April Forest, twenty twenty at Eden Media Studio. The address is fifteen thirty three North Norfolk Ave, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one oh six and call nine one eight eight five oh one seven three seven to donate anything will help um we are giving away school supplies for to grades pre-k through college first come first serve so make sure y'all are here early to get y'all goods for your kids so let's get right into our topics are y'all ready or no let's do it let's do it let's jump right in okay so the first topic that we have is uh meditation um and spirituality and are black people more spiritually connected so let me hear your opinions on that. Good topic. I'm going yeah. to pass it to Shaw since he's already meditating consistently. <laughs> uh, man, honestly, um, one thing I noticed about spirituality in general, especially when it comes to black people, like regardless of your background, it tends to just be naturally in us. Like when you think about yeah. Crips and Bloods and stuff like that, you'll see them They'll have, like, Jesus tattooed on their arms. They'll do certain hand signs that invoke certain energies and stuff like that. So it's just, like, I feel like it's a very natural part of us, especially when it comes to black people. Like, usually... Good point. Yeah, man. And usually, <laughs> uh, uh, usually uh, in other cases, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say it, white people, usually <laughs> I feel like uh, they... Whenever it comes to spirituality, they try too hard. Like, they'll try to make it seem more elaborate and complex than it actually is. And really, it's just, like, a simple thing. Just connecting, believing in something higher than yourself. I think um, a lot of us, 
us as in, you know, the black community are um, a lot more spiritual than we uh, think, like, uh, and we're unaware of our power, you know, yeah. so even when we, like, talk about people or talk, like, good things to people, we're given affirmations, all of that is a form of prayer, you know, so it's like manifesting something in some way. Yeah, I think I will co-sign what both of y'all say, you know, I think you know, we talk about the difference between spirituality and religion, but I honestly feel like one thing that black people have unlocked is spirituality. We're naturally more spiritual, and you notice that even just in the Christian religion, how we put a lot more soul behind a song. You know what I mean? Like, the one church over here that may be a different, of a different background, nationality, or race, they may sing that song a whole different way than what we sing it. You know, so I think regardless what you're calling yourself, I think we are naturally very more soulful people, you know, and um, I think that black people in general, we tend to different around different places in the world or specifically in America. I think we're we're still trying to discover ourselves as African-Americans, but also trying to understand our past when it comes to um, Christianity involving slavery and all these different concepts that we're yeah. trying to understand our spirituality. So, um, you know, I, I think that black people were still discovering new ways to tap into God and spirituality through meditation and yoga and stuff like that. But I would say that we're not doing it as probably as much as the East Coast or West Coast is doing That's it. That's true, yeah. You know? a lot of, I think a lot of us are kind of afraid of yeah. it because we're because we don't know you know you're afraid of the unknown so it's like oh what happens if i like meditate and then something actually happens i have like this out-of-body experience and it can be scary yeah. for some people but you know? know what's crazy is like in church people are already have an out-of-body experience yeah that's so, true i mean that's true. so it's like we're scared of things of the unknown but yet some of the very things of all the religion spirituality we're already doing we just don't realize it so do you, you know? guys see a difference in like, okay, so if, something, if somebody says I'm religious and then someone else says I'm spiritual, what is the difference to you guys? Uh, I guess in like a cultural sense, I see a difference. Like spiritual people tend to not uh, conform themselves to like certain institutions or groups. And uh, some may not believe in God or gods in a traditional sense. But I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like it's really the same thing. It's just yeah. different interpretations to describe the same stuff. I feel like spirituality and religion, in my so opinion, I feel like they can be different in a sense of, like like Shaw was saying, you know, with religion, religion involves culture. It involves community. Right. It involves um, people congregating and congregating together in one place and believing and practicing the same thing. That's really what I feel like religion is. Like, oh, I'm with like-minded people to practice and to do the same thing that they're doing and that's what they believe uh, but I think spirituality what separates spirituality is that spirituality to me is more of like an individual free spirit yeah. somebody who found their own connection with God with higher self with the universe with the Holy Spirit and they express it in their own individual way opposed to doing it an organized religion way somebody may practice their spirituality by going to meditation class by doing yoga by eating a lot healthier, maybe vegan or vegetarian, or just on their own journey of spirituality that's not yeah. really defined under an umbrella of a religion. Definitely. So, for those of you who do meditate, like, what is your experience 
Wait, before I ask that question, what do you guys think of Billy Red about like spirituality and religion? Like, what do you think that is to you? So basically, whatever they raise up on. So, like, I was raised up going to church every Sunday, believe in God, yeah. stuff like that. So basically, basically, what everybody is raised up on. Because I know a few people that's like, I believe in God, but you don't go to church at all. So it's basically what you're raised up on. Okay. Okay. Not really into, not saying that I don't believe in it or whatnot, but it's not like something that I partake in a lot. It is not because, I mean, the only reason why I don't is because I just, I just feel like I'm not personally ready for it. You know, like when you go to church and whatnot, they give a message and like, for me, I don't quite understand it just yet. I feel like I haven't gotten to that point in life where I can understand the message that they're giving on some of the topics yet. But it's not that I'm not a spiritual or a religious person. I am. I just don't do a lot of talking about it. So. Well, I think I that, believe. like, even if you, even if you do, you know, go to church and all that good stuff, or even if you go to church and don't quite understand what's going on, doesn't make you less of a spiritual or religious person. Uh, it's just all about, like, your faith and yeah like your all it is is your path whatever path you choose is what works for you and that's just what it is and you know people have to respect that and i think another thing with spirituality is that you know because i grew up north side of Tulsa, Oklahoma. i went to a church called uh, christ simple methodist episcopal church so uh my church has a lot of roots and you know that old school black midwest vibe you know but i was I was going to say is that I feel like, you know, kind of touching on what you were saying, how, you know, you're born into a religion, you're raised a certain way, but with spirituality, everybody gets to a point where, because I know when I was a kid, I had, I didn't understand anything in church. I was like, why am I here? I don't understand what, at six years old, I don't understand what the Holy Spirit is or what the pastor is saying. And I say it like that because I think the older you get, you start to realize what, what nurtures my soul. What do I relate to? What do I gravitate towards? How do I think? You know, and you start to have your own individuality. You start to find and discover things on your own. And you start to ask questions that maybe not don't involve your parents answering Mm -hmm. those questions for you or the family that you were brought in answering those questions for you. I think that's what kind of allows a person to veer off on their own spiritual journey and discover who God is and discover who the Holy Spirit is and all these different things on their own. And And it's hard. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think I was gonna say I think that's what true spirituality is. Yeah. You know. I think a lot of um, a lot of us in this community are afraid to um, to discover um, just what works for them because they are raised as whatever mm-hmm. Christian or Pentecostal or whatever you are, you're raised to believe all of these things, right? So as you get older, you're like questioning stuff and you may not even get the, the like a legit answer. Yeah, you may not even like figure it out really. Yeah. But um, we're just kind of afraid to like figure it out for ourselves and figure out what works for us, what religion works for us, what culture works for us, whatever, because 
I guess just being afraid of the unknown. And I and I and I wanted to answer what you say. You know how how does meditation? You know what do yeah, we yeah, experience yeah. when we meditate and what works for us? You know for me it's peace. You know I think whatever you believe in, whether it's Christianity, whether it's whatever, whatever, I don't think any of it's wrong. But does it give you peace at night? Right. Are you happy with what right. you believe in? Does what you believe in work and serve for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, what you believe in has to serve you. It has to work for you. If you're going to tell somebody else that they're supposed to live their life right. like this, how is it affecting and working for your life? So I think being an example of what you believe in is something mm-hmm. I've learned. Regardless of what you're labeling yourself, are you an example? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing the fruits of your labor, the fruits of what you speak into existence, and the fruits of the routine and the religious behavior that are that are around your beliefs do you see a, a difference because i think sometimes people don't know how to give that to somebody that they're trying to push a religion on you know like well you're walking an yeah. example of what you believe in <laughs> you know so are you a walking example of what you believe in yeah that's a real good question and i think like you know so i was saying you know meditation is just great because it just gives you all you really need is just to silence all the thoughts in your head yeah. For like 10, 15, 30 minutes. Like if you just have a moment of your day, you just silence all the thoughts in your head. Wow. And you just hear your, hear what you're thinking too. But also, because you can't always silence your thoughts. It's hard to silence your thoughts. You can't silence them all at once. But right. when you can actually sit quietly, you can hear, well, what is, what, do I, what am I hearing? What feedback is my brain giving me right now? Like mm-hmm. hurt, pain, negativity. Is it is it positivity? So you can kind of what I call um, rearrange and to reprogram your subconscious mind to feed it positivity and to feed it mm-hmm. empowering thoughts. And I also recite a mantra when I meditate. Mm-hmm. So I, I recite true. powerful yeah. affirmations over myself. Like I am strong. I am wise. I'm smart. Whatever you need to do to get you through whatever negative funk you're in to kind of uh, uplift yourself. So that's how I tap into God. So. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. I was just going to ask, what about you? Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a I had an experience last night. I was just laying down. I did it for like an hour and it was kind of crazy like uh like my hands started my hands and my arms started hurting and stuff like that and I felt this tingling sensation about right here. Yes, and then uh, I, love I felt that. it moving through yes. my body. It was it was wild. It was wild. See, but, man, uh, <laughs> But, you know, people, they want to run from those type of experiences, but, yeah, we're having those experiences in church because people are catching the Holy Ghost, people are speaking in tongues, people are already tapping into that spiritual energy, but when you try to do it alone, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. When you try to tap Mm -hmm. into that energy and you try to do do, do that soul searching on your own, I think that's when it becomes, like, for some people, that divide between religion and spirituality, Mm -hmm. you know? I think it's important for... Maybe if you are a religious person and you want to, um, if if that religion may not work for you, but you're afraid to accept that, and like maybe if you want to like venture out, I think it's important to like look for people who are really have like their character is like mm-hmm. great and they're like really spiritual, right? And not just like the ones that are just talking, you know? Because and then you have somebody to like look at. To kind of like, okay, ask them questions and all that. So you're not doing this alone. So if you do, you know, if you know somebody who is, you know, maybe meditate and, and you want to get into that, then, you know, talk to them. And or, I think people think God is limited to one religion. And God yeah, is an unlimited, unlimitless being yes. that you don't have to put a label on. You can just tap into that and you can just work with that energy and yeah. let it lead you to where you need to lead you to heal you and work for you. Yeah. So I think that's what people think that. 
oh, if you're not, if you say you're not Christian or you say you're not something, that means you don't believe in God. That's completely not true. It's just that you're choosing to not put a religion or a label behind it because maybe there may be something you don't agree with that a religion, this religion agrees with, but you yeah. personally don't identify or agree with that. Or, you know, for me, that's what it is. It's like I, I understand and I know who I am as a spiritual being and what serves and works for me. So I'm just mm-hmm. careful about what I choose to label myself. But I know that I for sure believe in God and I believe in a higher power that leads me and guides me every day. I just don't put a label on it. Yeah, I think you know? my, what helped me, um, well, I mean, I I grew up definitely in a spiritual household, um, but my parents allowed me to figure out, to venture out everything else, right? So I knew what I was doing at home and my culture, traditions, all of that. I knew all of that. But they still gave me the option to, okay, if you mm-hmm. want to, you need to read the Bible so you can understand what that is. Go read the Quran, understand what that is, you know? And yeah. I think, um, oh, dang, I. The Bible has some good wisdom and knowledge in it. I mean, that's to deny. And I think that's another thing. Yeah. I'm not against, I am not against the religion that I was born into or raised in that Bible. You know, there's some yeah. good wisdom in the Bible. There's some that's good true. knowledge in that Bible. There's some, this uh, very, uh, inspirational people Mm -hmm. that I I would be kind of, um, it would be a disservice to me as a spiritual person to not want to learn more about that. Like, that's the type of spiritual person I am. I'm not a person that's going to say, oh, I'm not going to pick that book up because I'm Christian. I'm going to pick it up if I'm interested in it Uh, and I want to learn about what's inside. And so, for me, that's how I put my spirituality in perspective. And that's what helps us coexist. Like, a, a lot of times, well, in the past, I've seen, like, a lot of religious people have, like, shun down like other people who may be atheist or mm-hmm. you know or mm-hmm. muslim or whatever right. uh, and because they just don't have an understanding of it that's all because you know? there's this big block like you don't believe in what i believe in so we can't relate we can't talk exactly. back, can't have a conversation that's the complete and in actuality <laughs> spirituality religion whatever you believe everything is believing in a higher power it in a way it's the same we just call it something different we just call it something different and you should be able to sit at a table with somebody of a different religion, somebody of a different nationality, Agreed. of whatever, and be able to agree on one common thing. Like, yeah, we believe like, God is love. You like believe God is love? I believe God is love, too. Like, okay. teach me something new as that. well. Like, yeah. like, you know, like, just something simple. Like, some, we believe in positivity for the human race. We believe in spiritual growth, mind, body, and spirit. That's really all we need to agree on. I think, you know? um, <laughs> so the point I was trying to make before I, it kind of came back to me was, um, I think I stopped off at saying that they allowed me to venture out, whatever. And uh, in that exploring, I kind of realized that religion for me was, um, it was about fearing God. Okay. And then in my spiritual journey, it was realizing that God is, is in everything and is in myself yeah. and acknowledging that and becoming love, like you said. Yeah, yeah. So that's what pushed me mm-hmm. more to like, okay, I'm really like on my spiritual journey instead mm-hmm. of saying... And that's the beautiful thing. Like, maybe we're not all supposed to be the same thing. Maybe it's yeah. a beautiful thing that we're all different and we all have different religions and different spiritualities. Mm, that's I what agree. makes us unique. Like, we yeah, like the same true. different. We don't all like the same clothes. We don't all like the same. Mm-hmm. We don't all like the same symbols and signs. I mean, uh, we're yeah. all different. I mean, and I think that's something, especially as black people, that yeah. I think would really improve our communities if we just learn to just love each other and accept our differences. But underneath everything, we're black. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're That's black. Shit. I'm black, hey. but just because you're not a Christian and I'm religious, or just because you're gay or you're straight or whatever, whatever it is that's separating us from loving each other. Yeah, let's let's tear that down because oh, at me. the end of the day, 
we're we're black, we're African American, we come from different parts of the world, and we need to support each other, and we're trying to all win. You know, we all trying to win. So, so before um, before we go on break, y'all, earlier before the show. Prince Q was talking about, you know, he loves being black and why he loves being black. <laughs> so I want everybody to give me one good reason why, you know, you love the skin you in. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, for me, um, honestly, I just kind of like how, uh, man, <laughs> honestly, I'm trying to figure out how to wear what I'm trying to say. But um, honestly, I feel like Black people just due to our history of having to adapt to many different situations, I feel like we're very moldable. Like we can vibe or blend with pretty much any environment. I feel like that's not necessarily true with other races. So for me, that's the thing. Like we just like we flow the most out of any other race, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I like the way black people cook. I like the way we love. I like the way we make movies. I like the way I just, I love black love stories. Like, I just, I love how we have a little extra season on everything we say. And now we come up with our own cultural slang words. And our culture is just, we influence the world. Our culture influenced the world. So, I mean, I just love that black people are so powerful and we're still discovering that power. What about you, Red? Um, I say we're unique. If you think about it, hey, for real. we're unique, and um, it's like one of a kind. Okay, like mm-hmm. yeah, we all got ancestors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, some of our ancestors is different in many uh-huh. ways. <laughs> so you know, it's unique and different. Mm-hmm. I might have added so many different shades of black. Mm-hmm. Yes, black out there. True that. Okay, what's your young tiller? All right, so for me, it would be the, uh, for me, it's the fear that we give off to other people in our success. You know, mm-hmm. like, they don't. They're not ready for it. Exactly, like, you're a different person of a different race, and you, like, you tell them about your business or what you're trying to do. They're like, you know, I don't think you're going to be able to do that or whatnot. That's, and that's you, why nice and then you, what you call it. <laughs> then when a person do it, they like. Okay, they really did it. You know, they they scared now because we actually doing what we say we're gonna do. You know, yeah. They don't like to see they don't haven't... like to see us be successful, but you know, we was already successful at the beginning. So Facts. We just okay. gotta get back to it. I mean, we were kings and queens in Africa, is what they say. Right. So hey. you know. I'm gonna hey. say I love the skin I'm in because. I'm going to have to, you know, give the props to my ancestors because they were strong. All of our ancestors are strong, and that DNA is in us, and that's why I love us. Okay. okay. So we're going to go right on break. It is your girl, TK. This is the Juice Radio Show, and we'll be right back. I got some little baby. Yes, indeed. Y'all stay tuned. We out of here. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in Tootsies, book for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and little baby that going crazy, Weezy produced it and Weezy F made me and she held it down so she got a Mercedes. Your money records, the army, the navy, it ran me 10,000, I threw it like Brady, the foreign is yellow like Tracy and Katie, I trusted my n****, they never betray me, met all these 
they sweeter than Sadie. When I started out, I just took what they gave me. Did all the favors, they never repay me. It worked in my favor, cause nobody's Brand new whip, got no keys. Tell them I close, no stash, please. Soon as I, you can go, leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Cry your glasses, I won't even peek at you. Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I got on waiting and watching what he gon' do. Tryna pee what I do, tryna steal my moves. 2500 for a new pair of tennis shoes. The same pace I can make them young and come and finish you. Lawyer being charged, he a jewelry like a voodoo. Real dope boy, 100,000 in the visu. President's ten slide by, we don't see you. I been getting money, I ain't worried about what he do. I'm getting money like I'm from the 80s. Man, Dre by the drop, man, they gon' go crazy. They know I'm the truth, coming straight from the basement. I'm straight as a street, man, I come from the pavement. A million and hundreds, it make them go crazy. Wham, wham, wham.
I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money in your phone will make you real. Put it on a neck, I got them stuck. I'ma give them something they can feel. If it ain't about to swat and give a Pistol in your hand don't make you real. It's the Two Dogs Radio Show. Sports Talk has two new voices. Jerome and Young, Talk NFL, NBA, NCAA, and local sports. Highlighting legendary coaches locally and around the globe. Two Dogs Radio Show. Start now. KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U, T-R-E-E-P.com, as well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree, and you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202-910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation, and we can have you hooked up. Peace. Yo, what up? It is TK again. Um, so we are back from our break. It is 6.58. Um, so we're going to get into our next topic, and we're going to have two topics. So the first one is fast food workers and how they're being treated during these times of the COVID-19 or coronavirus and, you know, with the quarantine going on. So, Yeah. Let's get into that. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, fast food chains remain open across America amid the coronavirus outbreak. Many workers feel as though they are putting their lives at risk by going to work. When Business Insider put a call out for fast food workers to share what it's like to work during the coronavirus outbreak, we received more than a hundred responses. So. This article from the Business Insider is just saying that, for the most part, a lot of fast food workers are kind of afraid of catching the virus, is what I read, and they're also afraid of giving it to their family because they're out, you know, giving food out of windows or um, picking up deliveries and things like that, and so a lot of people are just kind of still kind of afraid of the risk of catching coronavirus, but for the most part, the business is pretty, pretty booming. Because people are at home and, you know, you, 
You don't got nothing else to do. And the first thing you think of is, if I don't feel like cooking, I'm about to head over to McDonald's. Or I'm about to head over to Taco Bell and, you know, and, and tear, it up, tear up the menu, Man. you know, so. I mean, you know, it is kind of risking their lives, though, to be honest. Um, even, like, during a drive through situation, like, you still have to, you know, hand somebody your stuff and all that, taking mm. people's money, all of that. I know at uh, Burger King, I mean, I don't know about Chosa's Burger Kings, but at least, like, some of the stories I read, they uh, they got a thing where they um, freaking put the food on a tray, and then they'll, mm. while they in drive through they'll hand them the tray, which I still feel like is pretty risky, but... I think Popeye's does guess. that also. Well, I think commercial anyway. In the commercial. I mean, but um, as I was going to say, most of the people that I know that's like working at fast food restaurants, they Mm -hmm. they like feeling some type of way because you know we got the coronavirus going on, so they like closing early. So not only is they not getting paid about they. Used to be paid, but they're getting paid a little shorter. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Oh, what was you gonna say? I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that um, I have a couple. I know a couple of people who said that if this if this lockdown continues to go on for a longer period of time, then by the end of this month, then well, what I was told was that they're gonna have another meeting and some of the like fast food places may be shut down. So like my friend, he works at Taco Bell, and he's like, yeah, man, they talking about shutting us down while or get being closed while this whole thing is going on. And so, you know, some places might be closed because of what's going on. And the Man. lobby looks like it's already closed, so, mm-hmm. Maybe know. it'll force us to eat a little better. We'll have to start growing our food mm-hmm. in our yard. Somebody, <laughs> you know that. somebody might still be open. Somebody. But what do y'all, yeah, like, if they do close, do y'all... I mean, you know, like, what are y'all thoughts on Something that? in me tells me they're not going to close a lot of them. They may close a few. I, I can't see them closing, like, lucrative fast food chains. Like, for instance, let's just say that I'm, I don't eat there that much, but when I do eat there, I love the french fries and McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like, I can definitely see them keeping McDonald's open because yeah, that's, that's, I don't see that closing anytime soon. They, you know, they make too much money, man. They make way too much <laughs> money. And then they're protected from coronavirus. Well, I guess not necessarily protected, but... If you're passing it out of a window and they're not giving it to somebody in a lobby, you're, the likelihood of you catching coronavirus is a little bit thin if you're just passing food out of a driveway. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people with the gloves on, too. Yeah. You know, they'll hand it to you with the glove on. The gloves and mask. And my thing is these deliver, these uh, restaurants that deliver, um, you still got to go to these people's doors. Hey. <laughs> not really, because... They have it to where you have an option where you can leave it at the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do it. You can just, set it, you can just yeah. set it down and then, like, it'll notify them, like, hey, your package is at the door. Yeah. I drive for Uber Eats, so I can say that's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. do GoPost, though. They deliver it, though. Who do? GoPost. What is that? It's, like, they have their own factory. It's, like, Walmart or whatever. Oh, okay. And you can, like, order online, like, in kind of food, household like stuff. That convenience store app? Yeah. I've seen that. And they gave you an option, like, if you want to leave it at the door, how, how to get to the door. And, like, at first they were taking cash, but now they're, like, doing the coronavirus, only cards. So, yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can still go to Quick Trip and eat. Right. <laughs> you know. Midwesterners, man, we got it good. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think they'll close everything, but, like, uh-huh. if places like 
you know, if the only place is McDonald's that's open, <laughs> you know, then not very many people are going to go to McDonald's because nobody wants to eat McDonald's three times a day. You know, I'm pretty sure most of us seen supersize me. You know, yeah. they do a McDonald's three times a day and whatnot. But, like, I, don't, I feel like not everybody is going to do that. They're just going to be like, well, you know, all there is is McDonald's. So, you know, I might as well just cook because I don't want McDonald's. And so. <laughs> I feel like, if anything, I see the fast food workers, but fast food companies just upgrading their business to more digital and virtual shopping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Apps are booming right now. You got that that good Taco Bell app, boom, 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 boom. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you got Uber Eats, boom, boom. Like everything is so handheld now. Like you can press the button, you can get some food orders. So I think a lot of fast food businesses and chains are going to move more into that technologically event business model that to get more customers during a crisis like this. Man, that's so, scary to think about. Oh, I was just going to say, so basically you about to say, hey, we about to be even more lazy being able to like, I kind of want some taco, but I'm going to have it brought to me real Listen, quick. Listen, technology know? is already making us lazy. We can God. we can do our math homework on the same phone we call our mama. So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, know? is it really making us lazy or is it helping us it's, if we're doing math? I feel like it's uh, both. It's, a, it's both. <laughs> I feel like it's both. I don't know. What were you saying, Shai? Uh, I just I was just adding to what you were saying about what you were saying. Yeah, I, I think definitely both. Depending on what you're doing. Right, because yeah. I mean, there's a convenience factor of, oh, I get this done a lot faster when I use technology. And it's like, okay, well, I can't be dependent on this every day yeah. or I'm not going to have a brain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's why some people, they can't go like a week without their phone. Go crazy. They feel dependent. Man. I remember a time where I grew up without a phone, didn't even know what a phone was. <laughs> so if I can make it back then, then you know, I can throw the phone down for I a day or so and make like it 19. make heck, it now. You know? Heck, I remember the time when we can only use phones for calling people. That was basically the house phone. That was just the house phone. You anybody click on another one, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, that's, that's all you could do. Now we can watch Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. Access oh, to yeah. anything, Access really. Access to anything, any information. But that's so scary <laughs> for, like, these kids. Yeah. That stuff is just... Yeah, Man. kids shouldn't have phones. That's, that's I my agree. thing. I, I feel like they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have a phone until, like... They get, they get they, out of age. Well, <laughs> I say, like, till high school. I got a phone when I was 13. I feel like it's either... If they want... Spoiled. If a kid wants a phone, then they should, you know buy it themselves invest their own money into it because it will be you know Fair. their property instead of you know begging their parents to go get it like you know if if i'm if i'm your parent and you want me to get it you're gonna get it when i say you get it you know that's just how i feel so i feel you know i can agree just to protect them from trying to protect them and let them know that there's more out there in the world than social media and being on your phone every day like yeah. You know, you wake up, oh, you know, let's check social media. The middle wow. of the day, social media, like, all you've been doing is sitting in the house being on social media. Like, just the other day. Hey, gorilla don't struggle with that. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just the other day, I walked outside, and I seen some kids, you know, driving a, a go-kart around the neighborhood. And I was like, dang, I miss the old days where I had one. And, you know, just being outside all day, just driving it, you know? Oh, man. And so there's more to life than technology. You know, the great outdoors brings out 
creativity and fun. You know, you just gotta know how what you got what you want to do out there. But the thing is, though, I think with the whole technology thing and kids having phones, I think the problem is that a lot of parents don't want to give a lot give their attention, so they may be like distracted with something else. So it's like, let me just give your phone. Just shut up with your phone. You know, it's like. You know, let me just give them their phone so they can go do what they want to do, and I can do what I want to do. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, son or daughter, let's go do this together. Let me teach you how to do this. Let's go mm-hmm. build something. You know. My uh, my grandma, she, my bad, I'm saying names, but oh, right, he's dropping a name, but uh, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but uh, honestly, uh, she she ended up buying my little cousin a phone just because uh just to have something to distract her and she doesn't really like my little cousin going outside and stuff like that and i'm just mm-hmm. thinking like that's crazy man like whenever i take the phone away from her she'll start getting mad and stuff like that and i'm just like i think that stuff can cause like behavioral problems though for real, candy my little brother went crazy yesterday he lost his phone for a whole hour and he was like, where is my phone? So I don't stop and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. At what point in time, child, you didn't even have a phone. Hey. <laughs> I feel like the kids nowadays are spoiled. You know, if they don't if they don't have a phone, they throw a fit. And then when they get a phone or, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be just a phone. Like, it could be a, tablet, a phone, a, ta- yeah, a, phone a tablet, something, something that they can do, like, research and stuff on. Yeah. But at the same time, a phone could be... It could be useful in some ways, but at the same time, it's a distraction. You know, it's like, uh, I was just going to say, I feel like, I mean, it was made to be a tool, so I feel like that's just how it should be used. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, you can't really hide your kids from the world. What they're going to experience, what they're going to be addicted to is inevitable. If it's chocolate or whether it's their favorite game, it's just inevitable. It's not something you can force them to stop. Doing what you can do though is you can teach them, and I don't have kids by the way, but you can teach them in that process of like, okay, you like this game, okay, well maybe you can play this game for thirty minutes, and then we're gonna right. go to the app Time that management. teaches you how to read. Yeah. Right. Maybe right. we can go to this app right here and it yeah. walks you through how to read this story. Like, try to make the technology like, you know, a balance. Like, okay, mm-hmm. what are, can they learn something from it that that may not be taken that may take them away from this game that all they're doing is just playing this game over and over. Like. Try to make yeah. find that balance of just like where they're learning something and using technology because no matter how much you try to make them not like technology, it's pretty fascinating yeah. to everybody. So I mean, it's kind of hard to tell a kid to not be fascinated with technology, especially when it's new to them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you just gotta just figure out to make it, make it work for them. That's beneficial. Yeah, I like that. Like the learning thing, that is like very 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 essential, and we underestimate the power of teaching kids when they're not in school not just in school that's to do their job mm-hmm. but doing it at home too is so 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 mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. and one thing I, I, go ahead go ahead <laughs> uh one thing i noticed about kids is that literally they like to do for the most part they like to do what you do so if you sit down and you start reading a book then more than likely your little one they probably they probably gonna pick up a book and be yeah. like look what I'm reading type yeah. stuff you don't even know how to read yet don't even know how to read it yeah. for real tell me a kid that would do that because that would be surprising my little cousin said come in my room and just take a book I'm like that's a whole yeah, type my, of book. Yeah, my little trying to read. She's really be trying to read to me, girl. Yeah. I don't. I feel I've never seen that in this society yet. But, for me, well, I would say you gotta oh. be raised up on it, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. For me, I would say like you was talking about having to balance it out. 
for me, I would say it it should be balanced out. Like for some people, for some kids, it should be balanced out. Like throughout the day, you're doing activities inside and outside that has nothing to do with technology. But you know, out at night, you know, when it's dark outside, and you you know, you shouldn't be outside. Then that's when they should be able to have the ability to to get onto technology. You know. Yeah, I think so, it's definitely managed though. Mm-hmm. Like not just all night, you know, mm-hmm. you on your phone. I mean, but I'm not saying all night, but you know, like for me growing up at my grandparents' house, they was like, all right, so you could try to play the game throughout the day. They was like, uh, uh-uh, get outside. You're not about to be sitting here playing the game all day. You can play like tonight, you know, after the street light come on. So be outside till the street light come on. Then after that, you know, you can sit in here and play the game. So, yeah. but as young adults, are we realistically practicing those same things? No. Because because a kid Sometimes. because you know yeah. a kid's gonna look at you and they gonna say okay well my cousin or my my sister I see them on their phone all the time on Instagram on on all YouTube on whatever so you know it's gonna be hard for a kid to not follow your example we may tell yeah, the kids true. to not be on the phone that much but hey we're on our phones twenty four seven too because of the world yeah. we live in and because of what we do you know as radio personalities so you, you know. Yeah, I have like a little she, thing. She got like a timer on there where, like, certain amount of time it give her like Facebook, Instagram, all that access. And then at this point in time, it just like lock all the apps to where the only thing she got is like Google and stuff like that. Oh my, yeah. my iPhone be making me feel bad on Sundays. Every Sunday I get a review, Quentin. You've been on your yeah, iPhone right. for about fifteen hours this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. They say like, oh, your uh, your percentage on your phone this week has went up about twenty five percent. You know. So that good handy iPhone will let you know when you've been on your phone too much. Okay, y'all. So let's get into our next topic, um, which is people being let out of prison and our opinions resolving around that. Okay. Due to the being let out of prison due to the whole virus situation. Man, honestly, uh. I'm like overall, I'm kind of happy about it, but I feel like at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, like in certain, nah, I'm gonna just say I'm happy about it. I ain't even gonna have that little part. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy about it, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie. In the back of my head, I'm like, well, who would you let out of prison? Yeah, right, right or wrong people. <laughs> That's exactly. what I was gonna say. <laughs> what they, what they do. Say. What they do. The people who get let out of prison is more of like, the people who don't have like a, a murder crime or you know something like, like that like, like yeah basically i mean basically like i feel like it'll probably be like somebody who dang, let me went, to, went to jail for weed exactly okay. like went to jail for something something so DUI. simple that's like, right. like that. something so simple that's like nowadays it's like you know if i had it on me now you know i wouldn't go to jail for it you know yeah. and so i feel like it'll be the people who did like the little things that really get out but then my concern would be with this going on and they're out when this is all over do what they gotta to go them? back or do <laughs> they or do they have to like they come knocking at the door hey man you know this whole thing is to get them out of prison they have to like drop the charge yeah. there's no way so I'm gonna take you out of prison for a couple months then you come back in you know? yeah. I mean think about student loan forgiveness happening right now <laughs> the government is just being very nice to everybody if you and then that's like I feel like it would be I feel like it would be really messed up for them, you know, 
they get to be with their family for like a yeah, cool three, four fun. weeks, a month or so. Then they come back. Hey man, you gotta, you gotta you bring gotta, you, you back. Gotta go you, know? back. you gotta go back. I, so that's it, I feel like it's either they yeah. drop the charges or they'll just put them on like probation or whatnot. So, yeah, like you gotta stay, you yeah. gotta stay at home. You can't, you literally we all can't, can't leave the house. We all really think that <laughs> they are just gonna let out those who have like the less the petty charges, or do you think that it's gonna be like almost everybody? Well, Bill Cosby like apparently okay. trying to get out. Yeah. Who, who is Bill, Bill Cosby? Cosby? That is true. He's I ain't let him out. No. no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you obviously oh, actually, R. trying to get out too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, but you like, but I don't, I don't Bill, believe that he did it. You let Bill Cosby out. I don't believe that he, R. Kelly did what? No, I don't believe that Bill Cosby. Oh, oh. I feel like, man, I feel like with Bill Cosby, I, I feel like it was just, setup. yeah, I feel like it was just that time period. It was just like everybody was on the pills yeah. and stuff like that. And everybody yeah. drinking. Just trying to, to make blame. more money. You know, <laughs> you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that he did some things, but I think because he's a black man and he's a celebrity, it's gonna be even more stretched. Oh, yeah. Just and like over dramatic and you know yes, so and like you were saying back in the time period Bill Cosby was you know popping and he was really yeah. popular people were doing yeah. some of those same things white men were doing some of those same things so you know like the black man gets it hard like females was like hey this is Bill Cosby I'm trying to party with Bill Cosby man like what's up and then and like then I, he came big hey, let me tax them pockets for real <laughs> I'm hit some pockets real. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little I'm I'm not I'm just wondering well who are you guys letting out of prison? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I wanna know. What that what that background check look like. Wait a minute. Who moving next though? I feel Wait. like uh man, I feel like it's a case by case basis. Like some people they might have the connects in order to facilitate that release and then others it could be petty charges and stuff like that. I feel like it's a case by case basis. And it's wild how a lot of people in the past have went to jail for marijuana, but yet marijuana is now legal and getting, and getting legalized. Life is gone. Like, yeah. but speaking of that, though, like there was something in the past whenever marijuana like recently became legal, there was a conversation about, okay, so what about those people who went to jail for marijuana? Do they get out or... They just gonna stay in there. Yeah. I know around that time they released thousands of prisoners for uh for those small charges. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's been so long. Yeah, I mean they let six nine out, so you know who else they gonna let out <laughs> because of this whole virus thing, you know? So I mean we we never know, you know. I feel like if it it's a if it's a celebrity in there, they might have a better chance of getting out depending on what they did. You oh, celebrities get the coronavirus per- test first before anybody, so the celebrities have oh, yeah, a lot of benefits and advantages over us. I mean, it's not, it's not, <laughs> not even celebrities. It's just like the high-class people. Famous you know, yeah, money. If, if you got, the more money you got, the better chance of not, of being safe you have. Uh, not really, because I mean, there's a lot of people that then and positive of it, and they've been celebrities and not celebrities, but they got higher money yeah. Then us middle class and then that's only because they got the money to travel to all these different places. All I know is Beyonce uh, and Jay Z somewhere on a mountain. Chilling. <laughs> they're not even on a mountain. They're on an island. They're on the island with all three That money that money keeping them nice and comfortable. That's where I wanna be. They're on a private island. <laughs> they didn't already built something house and everything. Listen, they knew this day was coming. They love it. <laughs> they got their own island. Right. Yeah, I swear. 
know how to J&B play basketball. <laughs> they already had their whole form set up before the whole thing. Exactly. Um, so that's the only celebrity couple I can see just really protected right now from this virus. Even uh, Conor McGregor, his uncle, he ended up dying due to the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. I've, uh, with me, I've seen a lot of people recover. A lot of yeah. celebrities and athletes recover from from this uh, virus going on. So it's like, you know, with more, it's like more and more every day there's more news of, oh, this person has been, has recovered. This person has recovered. You know, um, mainly it's really been like the people in the NBA so far. I mean, that is really, the NBA is, I think, is the only league that has the most people who've had the coronavirus than like NFL, uh, soccer, and stuff like that. And another thing I was going to add too, like, I like how you said that people are, you know, surviving the coronavirus and they're healing because I think people aren't trying to focus on that in the news and media. We're so focused on, the tragedy and the um, fear-mongering about all of it, like all these amount of people have died, but I think most people that are getting the coronavirus are surviving and they're living. So I think, you know, more people have survived than actually died from it. So I think that's something that we need to talk about and focus on too, because the media is going to paint it to be, you know, the way it is. And we need, it is good to know that if, you know, there's God forbid you do get it, chances of you dying from it is kind of low. So, you know, unless you have a really bad immune system. Man, they just they just selling fear. And that fear pushes people to buy way more than they really need. Yeah. in these corporations' pockets. I don't know what toilet tissue has to do anything, but... Me neither. <laughs> I'm still but trying to figure that out. <laughs> I've seen a video of just how toilet paper was made. It's basically, they take, like, one giant roll and just cut it in half exactly. that's really about it so yeah. i just I don't mean, understand why that was the first thing that's really about it. I, I really don't know you see, i mean <laughs> like, you said the first thing people why was it the first thing that people panicked by when the corona yeah, i thought it was gonna be some hands <laughs> so yeah so that's a good question like what would your panic item be Mom was water, potatoes, eggs. <laughs> potatoes and eggs. Okay. Yeah, I need that stable food, canned stuff. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, man. I, don't, I don't care about the toilet paper. I go outside, man. <laughs> hey. That's what I I mean, but you gotta wipe and clean, and you know. That's what you better get that water hole. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not That's a water a hole. Back hey. in my day. I ain't did the water hose. That's, I never did. I ain't I ain't did. did. <laughs> That's some country folks. Uh, nah, but y'all, we gonna we gonna get ready to go on break. Um, before we go on break, uh, let me again, y'all. I know I've done this like three times, but I need to remind y'all about the event we are having April fourth, twenty twenty, uh, presented by the Juice Radio Show and Not Forgotten Children Free School Supply Drive through eleven a.m. to two fifteen. At Eaton Media Studio, the address is 1533 North Norfolk Ave, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74106. Email thejuiceradio1, capital T, capital J, at gmail.com or call 918-850-1737 to donate. All of the school supplies will be from grades uh, pre-K to college, first come, first serve. So make sure y'all are here on time. Get them school supplies so that you don't have to be rushing, trying to get them last minute, y'all. School going to be back in, back in session. So, you know, get up on it. Um, also, make sure y'all tune in next Thursday 
Um, tune into the Just Radio Show, you know, 6 to, six to 8, 89.9. Make sure y'all listen. This is TK. And we got, you know, some inspirational music. We got some Tupac. Keep your head up. Hey. Hell in my head without a man, 
streets is rolling down this street. Is that you opening no more down the street? Cause if it did, you couldn't take it. And don't blame me. I was giving this world, I didn't make it. And now my son's getting older and older and cold from having the world on the show. While the rich kids are surviving, then the field trying to hold on to survive and rich. And it's crazy, and things will never matter. Yes, sir. Y'all already know what it is. It's the Juice Radio Show. Y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Master Will. You know, it's Corona out here. I'm driving the show. I'm back on the mic with it. You know, my star-studded stellar cast. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Yeah, everybody, y'all can introduce yourselves. You got your boy, Young Tiller, on the mic. Tiller in the building. Shaga live from the north side, man. What's up? It's your boy, Prince Q. You don't got a crown on today, And you know, it's your girl, Illy Red. Illy Red with the blue hair, but we ain't going to talk about it. Okay, it's pink. Got the Cut echo there. over there. Cut it there. <laughs> yeah, it's pink at the end. Cut it's it the there. whole eyebrow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, but yeah, y'all already know what it is. We got we got TK in the back as well, you know, chilling. She just she just got off the mic, told me to, told me to take over. So, her I am. <laughs> She was talking about what was she saying? Inspiration, words of wisdom. We're gonna do the words of wisdom at the end of the show. Let me see if there's any topics we didn't we didn't touch. Oh yeah, we didn't do sports today. Y'all didn't let me do sports, so I'm gonna do sports. I do y'all thing, man. Yeah, you know I know Young Tiller. He loves sports too. We got Lamelo Ball and his agent purchased his NBA basketball team, the Illawarra Hawks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's, that's really a power move. Lamelo is 18 years old. He owns the basketball team. That's, I mean, that, that was pretty crazy to me when I read it. I was like, hey, you know, like, like, did he, I, how he do that? That's, you know? that's Brad. That's, that's, <laughs> and it was the team. It's the team that he played for, too. That's the team that know? he played for. He only got like, to play 12 games but because he got hurt with an ankle injury. But he owns that team now. He said that's part of his long-term privilege, Long-term man. stuff. Like, he, he was hoping. It ain't like that. Like, uh, yeah. that's, mainly, you know, that's mainly money he was making because he was getting paid to hoop out there. Man, instead man. of going to to the NCAA and not getting no, not getting mm-hmm. any bread, that man on his Jay Z flow. You know his brother played for a, a our G League team, right? Yeah, Jello, Jello, yeah, Jello plays that. for our G League team, and, mm-hmm. and Lonzo plays for the Pelicans. So they, so they really they took me all, yeah, all end up in the NBA. In that's that's yeah. crazy. Just like LeVar said with that, right? I thought he was crazy. I thought LeVar was crazy. Recovered NBA players have been donating their blood and plasma to help further research on COVID-19. COVID-19, so I can sound smarter. Man. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they got some special blood, because they've been healing the most, it sounds like. Yeah, man. <laughs> just, about every, just about everybody has recovered in the league, including Rudy Gobert, who is first, who is patient zero in the NBA. He's recovered. <laughs> He's patient zero. Man. He's recovered. Marcus Smart is recovered. About about everybody who has, who's had it has recovered. Has recovered. So man. that means Kevin Durant. Actually, no, we don't even know about Kevin Durant yet. We haven't heard, heard anything, about, heard anything about Kevin Durant recovering. So. I ain't heard about him recovering yet. But I'm pretty sure he will. Good. I can't, I can't lose KD ever. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll, yeah, I, I, he'll yeah. recover from it. He's fine, I think. Because if Drake ain't got it, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant yeah. should be good, you know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah. But, and Wimbledon has also, also been canceled. Well, until next year. Okay, so what when, Wimbledon, that's tennis, y'all. Y'all, y'all, okay. y'all don't pay attention to every sport, huh? 
That's this is the first time <laughs> Wimbledon has been canceled since since World War Two. Since wow. World War Two. World wow. War Two. That's, that's to give y'all perspective on how how real right this is. How Man. real this this is really is. When I seen mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh yeah, let me go ahead and back <laughs> up again, wow. get ready. Yeah, because <laughs> this is real now. I was like, shut down tennis, like. Man, like they shut down everything. I'm surprised that that was one of the last things that shut down. Well, Wimbledon is at the end of June, June 29th to July 12th. So I guess you know what it is. They wanted to see if it was gonna let it unfold a little bit, and then they just was like, Yeah, we're gonna pull the plug on it. Got y'all next year. But what about the Olympics, though? The Olympics have been postponed. Well, I know that, but was it? Was it the Winter Olympics or the Summer, summer. Olympics? Okay. It, was, it, was, it was Summer okay. this year. So Summer Olympics are going to be in 2021 around the same time where they were supposed to be. And then the Winter Olympics are going to follow right back up on that next year. 2022. So that would be cool. That is going to be dope. Uh, I can That's rock with it, but yes. yeah. Yeah, because the Olympics are every two years. So then after, these, after these two years of it being back-to-back, you think it's going to be back-to-back from now on? or no, they ain't going to do that. No. It's, it's, it's going to be two years. I don't think that. Because the Olympics are a little bit too prestigious to have every single year. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all, that's all the sports news I got. Oh, yeah, we was talking about getting getting released from jail. I've been on social media. They said they said they that they, they're free, free to go 6'9". <laughs> that's what they said. Ah, uh, uh, that boy, free. That how, you, free. how you feel about it, though? How you feel about it? Yo, hey, hey. Oh, my bad. You know, I, hey, I mean, I don't got no, I don't got no problems with 6'9". I ain't. I, it's not like I'm just just in the music industry right now saying, okay, I can't do no music with you. You a rat. You yeah. know me? So I'll be mean, hey. <laughs> right. But I mean, when you, if you really read about it, they wasn't even his friends. You know, sometimes you just got to do what's, do what's best for you at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Man, I can't take no years for people that don't even like me. It was right. messing with my girl and doing all, all that extra stuff. So, so I mean, mm-hmm. hey. man. Plus, I feel like it's, I feel like at the same time, it's bigger fish to fry. Man. It really is. Can't, can't do that in jail. I feel like um, the people who really rocked with him before he went to jail, and now that he out, and if he start continue, if he continues to make more music, I feel like he, they're going to be, you know, his still his number one supporters. You know, yeah, yeah. he definitely um, going to have that. He when he starts mm-hmm. making music and starts reappearing on Six social media and whatnot. Now, I feel like it's gonna be everybody's gonna know about it. Everybody like, hey man, y'all see Six Nine's live story, you know? Talking about what's that man? Whatever, see what he's talking about. I know he's gonna be talking. So I feel like these next couple of weeks he'll be uh he'll be he'll be at the top of the news whenever he makes some noise out here. He's on house arrest right now. He got released yesterday, but the word didn't get out till today out of his safety. You know, they didn't want nobody to you know nobody want nobody to get him before he even get home. So. Before he even make it to the to the crib, but yeah, yeah. So, so his little first day out and all that stuff is gonna come. And then Bobby Bobby Schroeder's supposed to be free this year too. That's all really way no. He's he been he's he been, he been mm. in, in, in incarcerated for for some years since mm. I was in. Bro, in I middle school. But they, they middle school. I heard about that. I was really surprised. I was like, dang, boy, I forgot all about Bobby Bobby and Rowdy. I was like, man, he, man, man. That been on my mind since day one, man. Man, I was like, man, Bobby been gone. He dropped his little, he dropped his EP, and then it was just, it was just in jail right after that. I was like, man, because what's his name supposed to be getting out too? Uh, YNW the Melly. He's supposed uh, to be getting yeah, out sometime soon too. Hmm. I don't know how soon, but you know. Cause yeah, I, I read that they were saying they didn't have enough 
evidence, evidence. evidence on, on Melly to really say that he did really it. Put it on him. Yeah. I ain't the lawyer. I ain't, I ain't read up too much on it. But from what I did read, he killed. You know, he killed both of them. He killed Zach and Juvie. My thing is though, they used his uh, they used his lyrics as proof, and I feel like your lyrics shouldn't be enough to constitute as proof, cause some rappers just exactly. be talking. Some rappers just be talking. Yeah, man. man. That's like I heard with Future. I heard that's like with Future. They was like somebody said that Future be talking about I be doing drinking lean. Hurts, all yeah, that stuff, but in reality, you don't do that no more. And so it's like, dang, that's crazy how you hear me, you know, <laughs> living healthy, <laughs> sensational. Hey, you got like cool <laughs> <laughs> living cool. It's probably in the studio drinking some great, great Kool Aid. They said, dude, drinking lean, man. <laughs> I said, it's never know. <laughs> Look like lean to me, eh? Yeah, man, I need a refill. <laughs> oh, picture, you got a whole picture, picture of the <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got a whole thing of lean. Lean, this is Kool-Aid, man. You never know. You never know what. You never know what really happens unless you, unless you're in there. You're really yeah. in a room, you know. You know, no. You, you can only believe whatever what you hear. Some people like that though. Some people go hey. you know, all the way there just to just to not live the life that they live. But I mean that at the end of the day I mean whatever. But yeah. What other news you got for us, man? Rob got... Wave dropping his album tonight, man. I'm gonna I be thought it was... Work. It's yeah. tonight? Yeah, I'm gonna be in... I thought it was gonna be Friday. Nah, I'm gonna That's, be... I mean, tomorrow is Friday, so... True, so... I'm gonna let you sit with that one. I'm gonna just let you think about that one. Uh, okay. Never mind, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, whatever that drop, it will be messed up at the crib. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking your so-called lean, huh? <laughs> it's really, really, really go be some, some cran apple juice with some ice in it. With y'all sipping. Man, with y'all sipping, man. Got this, got this raw wave. Got to be feeling different. <laughs> nah, I ain't want to say Yeah, yeah. So I'm waiting on his. I feel like it's going to be some it's gonna be some heat. I don't know if y'all listen to Raw Wave, but I do. He be, he be, he be he, talking his stuff. I like him, to be honest. Yeah, but I me think, personally, yeah. I can't listen to a whole album. He get a lot of hate. Uh, his, his whole album put me in depressed mode. You think your life, but dang, you put me in a depressed he, mode. I mean, for me, he, I mean, this past these last two albums that I listened to, they was. They really hit home for me, to be yeah, honest. Like really? they, they really, they really, <laughs> they really made me hit. sit there and think back. Like, dang, I was really going through that too. But yeah. hey, at least somebody else made a new song about it. Cause yeah, I wouldn't have somebody it. else to talk oh, about exactly. it. I could take it too. Exactly. Yeah, my, um, my friend was like, "Why are you listen to all this depressing music?" No, it's not depressing. It's just it hit different. Like some people, some people just don't know you've been through that struggle, and now you got that one person that's yeah. explaining that's his struggle. He got his struggle. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I feel like uh I feel like with this new generation of artists, I feel like uh like ever since like people like Drake hopped onto the scene, you got a lot of artists who are exposing more of their vulnerability as opposed to like the nineties. It was all about being dominant. Yeah. Now it's like you got you got J. Cole, Kendrick, huh? I said I'm soft, I'm soft. Hey, <laughs> 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 feelings can get hurt too. You feel me like 
That's crazy. Cause where I went, I heard, I heard somebody after everybody was talking about how he be in his feelings. He was like, "I'm done with music." <laughs> <laughs> Got to hear that, you know, he coming out with another album. It's like, dang, that's crazy. I thought you was I done mean, with music because everybody was talking about your I feelings. Mean, like a lot I seen of- um an interview he did. He basically was saying that just because everybody say he and his feelings, that doesn't mean nothing to him. Like. This is basically what is going on with people's lives. We got rappers right, out here just going through stroke. That's real, real life. Real man, I be, I be hating that. I be hating that hyper masculine stuff where everybody got to act like, ah, uh, you got to be tough all the time. Man. And like, you got to conceal your feelings. Yeah, like, like, man, man get that on my face, man. <laughs> man, they want, they want everybody to be, uh, yeah, I'm a gangbanger type stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm like, get that shit out of my life. What I like the most is that whenever whenever they do talk about it, they still talk about it in their own way. Because like the weekend, if you listen to his album, see, I brought it back. He was he was talking his stuff. I'll be breaking down. He was talking his stuff. I've been I've been listening to that for for weeks on end. I feel you. So yeah, he was. Hardest to love, at, you know, mm-hmm. alone again, etc. Even the song names, he was he was talking and stuff, and then you know with the with the more gangster rappers like like Twenty One, he was still talking and still, 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 you know, still, still, still talking and stuff. So I mean, you know, it's people are I guess just more more open about it. I mean, it's like really with about every album you see, they go out like one song that talk about they talk feelings. about you know yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I I feel like you know I to me some of those songs hit a little bit more oh, different like they bang they bang a little bit more than you know because not every day i want to be listening to somebody well, not every shy, day I wanna you know be, what i'm saying bro, i want to listen time. to you know about you know, you know yeah. i want to listen to about you know being in love and stuff like that you know yeah. just for the fun of it you know it's like stuff that every human being on this earth goes through it's supposed to because not everybody out here killing somebody you know I feel that. y'all say is y'all who would y'all say is y'all favorite new school artist what do was what's classified as new school yeah, like yeah. like uh i would say 2010s and after 2000s okay okay Ooh, I, I don't even remember 2000 yeah. well all my artists favorite artists came out the year 2011 so i mean i i'm oh, a favorite good, people i'm good you I mean, cool. I mean anybody like anybody after 2010, you know, like 2010. Frank Ocean came out 2000 around 2010, 11. So got me looking at I'm gonna say Janae, Frank and Janae. Okay, okay. For me, I feel that. For mm-hmm. me, I would say uh, Kendrick and Earl Sweatshirt, just off the top. Okay. Yo, 
Earl is my dude, man. I did rock with Earl. That's my dude. I didn't listen to his most most recent album, but I listened to the one that came right before that, and I, re- I really messed with it. It was uh, some rap songs. Yeah, I really messed with some rap songs. Oh, me. Like, he was he was in his bag, bro. Mm-hmm. Had, some, had some heat on there. Yeah. Okay, okay. So my favorite rapper came out into 20, 2011. And it's Young Thug, you know what I'm saying? Thug, 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 you know what I'm saying? That boy different. That that, that, that has been, since I've heard his one of, like, one of his songs, like, off of his mixtapes, like, I was like, dang, this boy different. You know, I like the way he rapped, the way, you know, his music sounds. You know, his style and whatnot. It's like, okay, I like this. Like, his beats and whatnot, like, some people say, oh, yeah, he he a mumble rapper and whatnot. He weird and whatnot. But, like, I feel like if you sit, like, some of these rappers that you call, that they call mumble rappers, I feel like if you sit down, actually listen and pay attention to the song, it's not mumble rap. I swear, they just rapping, they just yeah, rapping a little, they just rapping a little bit faster like, than normal people. You don't got to scream at the mic, like, yeah, you know, like, nice. little Uzi, so everybody's like, oh, little Uzi, Uzi a mumble rapper, but he's not really a mumble rapper. He, he, he like, just raps, like. Really fast, and that's that's how he got his you name. You can't hear it on the first listen. Don't be just mumble. Exactly. They like, bro. I didn't understand that one word. Yeah, it's just in Like uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite. I'm gonna just say one of my favorite artists in general is Playboy Cardi. He labeled as a mumble rapper. I mean, I'm not. I mean, like top top twenty, bro. Top twenty, okay, top twenty okay. thirty. But, uh, where he, he at today? Huh? Where he at today? I ain't heard no music from him. Yo, no, he, he hasn't dropped that album since 2018, <laughs> bro, but he, he getting ready to drop one. Oh, Playboy Cardi. Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he ain't dropped a whole lot of red. Also, Daniel Caesar. I don't know if y'all heard of Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar, he's hard. He's something to He's something to, you know. He's, that man, he that man can blow. Right? Yeah, I mean, he, especially if the new school, you know, artists, I definitely feel like Daniel Caesar is like really like that D'Angelo of our generation, you know, like, you know, his his music is really just dope, and he's a very talented, um, so I would add, have to definitely add Daniel Caesar to that list, too. I feel that. How y'all feel about, uh, Anderson Pack? if y'all mess with him? Anderson Pack is dope. I love, I, I mean, okay, so I don't listen to just his music, but I listen to music that has him featured him, on it. Yeah, songs. I feel yeah. like the songs that have him featured on it, it's, they really hit to me. Definitely, like, bro. I I need I, I'll eventually venture out to listen to some of his own personal music, just and hey, then just the yeah, just hey, I haven't just haven't had the time to. I'm I mean, you know, right now I have the time to do anything in the world. You know what I'm saying? My favorite song by Anderson Pack is probably Parking Lot. That's my joint. That's my that. joint. That's joint. That's joint be getting me dancing, man. I love I love his sound and just how he just I don't know he has a very '90s but also very uh, R&B soul vibe to him. Oh, man, Alternative R&B is a movement. Mm-hmm. Real, real. Rock with it. I felt that. You felt that? Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> I, felt it, huh? <laughs> I felt it, man. You know, made me want to go home and make some R&B type music. Listen, <laughs> I told you, black people, we sold for, we still it. We still it. My bag. In that spiritual bag. So, I want to ask y'all a question. So, uh, how do y'all feel about Drake's son. Have y'all seen him? Or I've seen him, yeah. How do y'all... I mean, a lot of people was really just like... I mean, some people just don't understand the genetics of... Yeah, yeah. How, I guess how what I'm confused you know? about is I heard that there were some lyrics that Drake said against his baby mama. Yes, um, yeah, I, 
Yeah, yeah, so it's like he said some negative things about his baby mama, but and yeah, everybody, he everybody was on his head. But posting, looking happy and positive with his baby mama and his son, but he's saying negativity about her and his music, so I don't know. But, okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I know one time Drake said uh, there was one song where he was like, uh, like he grew up without a dad and blah, blah, blah. He said in an interview that he just be saying certain stuff because he know that other people are vibe with it. So uh, that could have uh, been a case. And so. to be honest with you, I think every artist is doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of better human beings out there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Janae is one of them. That. Listen, hey, yeah. one of my favorite hey, artists, yeah. when Big Sean and Janae broke up, <laughs> they make fire music every time they break up. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, no. Sean so, to drop. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I really, you know? I really doubt that they broke up because there's been times they still they still together. They there's been together. times where yeah. they've been at events, seen together, you yeah, know, all stuff yeah, like they, that. They, they hop right back. But so, I'm saying, I'm just yeah. saying that you know, them having issues and conflict only adds to their hot music, you know. Yeah. It's just like you know, like we were saying about Drake, how he was coming for his baby mom and his music. You know, everybody essentially is putting their feelings, their emotions into their music, and maybe that's how they heal. Maybe that's how they connect with their fans. You know, just being honest. And then with the you saying Drake talking about his baby mama, what if he wasn't trying to say it? Like, what if he wasn't being like saying it like as a bad thing? He was just saying it, and everybody took it the wrong way. You know, have like cause some people, some people can take what you say and turn it against you. You know what I mean? Well, that was a specific word. Yeah, it was I a said specific a word <laughs> he put in it, and everybody yeah. was like basically jumping on his head. Why you basically yeah. why you I talking mean, about I know your the baby career. mama? I know the career of his baby mama though. Uh, she a oh, porn really, star, she, Yeah, she, oh, she's an adult film star. Oh, okay, I don't know. If, if y'all, I mean, but they, hey. but basically, <laughs> I was like, I mean, right. I mean, that's wrong with it. Hey, but I'm just saying, the way you said, I know, 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 I See, my thoughts about yeah. that is you blasted somebody out there for their career, their professional, whatever, but you decided to have a baby with them. You got a whole yeah. human being with them. Like, so, I mean, it must, be, no I, it must be the same thing on your end. Like, yeah. What we I heard mean, was that that wasn't on purpose. It was an accident. It happens. I just don't see how you can talk bad about somebody that you know you now have a child with. Like I just don't, I don't understand how people are just so comfortable just because obviously you attracted them into your life. So you know, like I don't know, you know, you know. But hey, it's, I don't got nothing to deal with it. He got millions of dollars, so it sounds like that child is gonna be well taken care of. So well, you know what? Nothing to over. I'm just gonna sit my tea over here because that's none of my business. You got it. So that's that's daylight, not mine. That's his life. You know. So I didn't say what you want. Let's Drake put me on the wheel. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be you, you. If you if you get that, you know, let me know. Let me know what you did. Let me know what you did. We can you know. all be some siblings of, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call Fonji and say that's my cousin. <laughs> my cousin right I'm not long time cousin. No, I remember that time I supported your mixtape when it first came out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when nobody was left with it. Like, yeah. Bro, I don't even know you. <laughs> I put a dollar towards that mixtape. Yeah. Okay. Remember when you came and gave me your mixtape and I actually went home and listened to it? <laughs> you know? 
Let me find out she got money. Like, you remember that five hundred dollar loan I gave you? Way back when. My pocket. They gonna be like, what are you talking about? Don't worry about when I'm talking about it. Uh, just know, just know you, I did. Know I gave it to you. Oh, That's what you go to your parents. Remember that. Remember that time you took that hey, money? Then they're going to be like, yeah, yeah. You remember the pills I've been paying on? Like, <laughs> remember them food I've been paying on? Yeah. Yeah. All that time working to get it, and then it's gone. Man, man. That's crazy. Man. That's a rough life. Man. But hey, man, say, man, we going to, uh, y'all trying to slide into the words of wisdom? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, get Get it right now. Hey. Billy Red, you go ahead, hit it first. I know hit you us got, with it. I know you got some, some heat. Um, not the hug. Not the hug. How <laughs> we about to talk? Wait a minute. Okay. So I guess my words of wisdom is basically love to the end. And like, don't like, give up. I like that. I feel that. I like that. Don't give up. Like, live to the end. Like, we got this coronavirus stuff going around. Live to the end. Even if, you, yeah. <laughs> even if you gotta spend your days out until 11 or 10 just doing whatever you're doing yeah. live it to the end because you never mm. know when it's your time to go live it to the end mm-hmm. to the end for me man I'm gonna just say uh, recognize that you are dumb and what oh. I mean by that what I mean oh. by that what I mean Nah, but what I mean by that is uh, Even the most intelligent person Has a lot more to learn Like Neil deGrasse Tyson As smart as people say he is He still got more and more to learn So just recognize Light in life, you just always learning, man Always got more to soak up You always dumb Recognize them faults Recognize them faults So who? You wanna go or you... I'll go. I'll go. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to add on to you and what you said, and I want to also just put something out there too. Um, <laughs> um, I would say like like you said, just you know, lead with love and everything. I would say love with an open heart. And what I mean by love with an open heart is because of the times we're living in, you are going to be reminded about those grudges that you're holding on to. You are going to be reminded about that person that pissed you off or hurt you or annoyed you or some negative energy that you harbor against anybody, whether it be anybody you claim to be your enemy or whether it be somebody you feel like is against you. I just say love your enemies and love everybody with an open heart that's not holding you back and that's allowing you to express yourself to your fullest and not your insecure self. Um, And then also I want to say your 2020 vision, I know the beginning of the year, everybody was talking about 2020 vision. Like that was the motto of 2020. Now all this stuff happens don't lose sight of your 2020 vision. If not, if anything, let this quarantine give you more clarity towards that 2020 vision. Anything you put your mind to is still possible. And this, you know, I just want to encourage people that this is not going to be that long. And this quarantine, let this use you and let this help you to develop your skills, talents, and abilities to make more income for yourself. Hey, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I would have to say um, my words of wisdom would be to reinvent yourself and invest now is the best time to invest time into yourself and so um it's a time to be selfish and that time is now because everybody is sitting in the house so whatever you want to do in life whatever you want to be in life now is the time to go get it chase that bag even if it's you know, no matter what it is, you know, it's time to, it's, bag. Yeah, it's right. digital bag, it might yo. be, it might be <laughs> infected a little bit, but you know, 
you go gonna, gonna, gonna make bit. it out, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go get a time, go get a time. <laughs> the cat has come over here. Work too much. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that every person is a god in embryo. His only desire is to be born. Mm. Oh, okay. You gotta oh, explain that. Okay, yeah, you're gonna explain that because of. you gonna elaborate. You just gonna come over here like. So, you go- do you guys know what an embryo is? No. <laughs> okay. When no person has a baby, it's just the. It's the mm-hmm. form of the. Yeah, I do that. Without they it didn't know. being quite yeah, born yet. Know. You didn't know. So I'm saying <laughs> you that know everybody. Know, so I'll let you have. So, all I'm saying <laughs> is that everybody has a God in them waiting to be born. Mm, okay, I love that. Okay. Even as men? Because Even men. Yeah. Of course, the seed. Just ask. Just that dash. Yeah. Just, just ask. Yeah. My turn now. Yep. <clears throat> Take the mask off for this one. Mm-hmm. Mask off. Back on. Mask off. <laughs> <sighs> my words of wisdom. Let me think. I ain't, I ain't come too prepared, so I'm just gonna hit y'all with my my little motto that I've been rocking with. And it's it's uh it's P over P, which is progress over pride. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what I'm saying is okay. put put that pride to the side. Go whatever whatever it is you you holding up holding into yourself like man. No, I ain't gonna forgive them. They they did me wrong. I ain't I ain't gonna go do that. That's gonna make me look weird. I ain't gonna yada yada yada. Just put your pride to the side and, and move on forward. Mm. Oh me. You know Ooh, that sounds like so. sounds like a Drake verse right there. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I, think, I think it is. Put your I think it's put your pride aside and rock for me. That was, uh, no, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Don't look it up on Jesus. I ain't never heard that. <laughs> we can go to the archive. We, we, we can go to the Man, resolution from last year. Let's go be there. Man, pull it out. Drake versus. Nah, 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 BS. It's POVP, progress over pride. That's, that's what I got for y'all. Just ready, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Star studded cash. Full study. Press passes, master up. Everybody here. Man, we official now. Man, you can't tell me nothing no more. It's over with. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, do you, do you see what I have right here? Like, don't even. Like, don't even play with me, to man. Touch me, right? <laughs> don't even put your hands on me. I'm, I'm certified. Don't put your hands. On me. Don't even put your hands on me. They ain't supposed to be doing that anyway, but exactly. don't put your hands on me. I'm gonna act like a whole. I know you see this. Do you know who I am? Do you know who East Media Services are? Like, I will. Better let them know, man. I will. We will get you. Like, we will get you. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to tell a little little white lie here and there to make it make it sound good. Like, I, I will call my lawyer right now. I will call Bobby. He gonna, he gonna answer back. Hey, yeah, that's all that matter. I'll call Ramal actually. Ramal gonna answer. He, he got me. I saw him on the uh, agreement that said no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no getting out of hand and stuff like. They ain't getting out of hand messing with me. So oh, I, I, all he gotta say is, all he gotta say is, what's the problem? And then, then I'm gonna just turn the phone off. Yeah, that's all. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> what's the problem? See, you see, you gotta be right there. Yo, he yo, go. But yeah. <laughs> Have a fake uh, recorded phone. Call. <laughs> <laughs> have it ready. Voice message. What's what's the problem? Do we have a problem here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, back up off. You know, I'm gonna have to dust myself off all extra dramatic. Man. So yeah, but yeah, this is the Juice Radio Show. We here every Thursday. Make sure y'all y'all tap in with our event this Saturday at 1533 North Norfolk Avenue, 11. A.M. to 4 P.M. Pre-K to college students are giving out school supplies, giving out 
everything. Just come in. Like, you might, might want to wear some gloves and a mask or something. You know, this Rona <laughs> out here. But make sure y'all tap in. We're going to be here live with a smile on our face under the mask. But, yeah, this is the same number, same place, 89.9. KBOV FM Radio, 646-716-5525. It's your boy, Willie the Go. We got Illy Red, Young Tiller, TK, Shy Guy, and Prince Q. Ramon Hometown back there, too. And Juice Radio Show. We'll see y'all next week.